0: I can't believe that 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 I have a I have a 24-year-old who's gonna be 25 in September. You are old as fuck, goddamn. Right? And then my youngest is 13, is gonna be 14, going to high school. She'll be done by the time I'm fifty-two. Fuck all y'all niggas having babies when y'all eighty years old.
1: (laughs) This is another episode of Decoding 40 Decoding 40 What's up, this is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw Making all your fantasies come true This is L.O. Live from BK But residing in Harlem
0: What's up, it's your boy Vin A.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, Master of impressions Yo, what's up,
2: this is Alor And I'm talking directly into the mic Guys. <laughs> I just do <laughs> That sounds
0: gross. No, just to me out. This is a trigger Killed, Killed fifty people. Politics, it's racism. Racism. It's it's racist sexual abuse. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish. Oh. Welcome to Decoding Forty.
1: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main man. What's up, good people? This is your boy L.O. Dot, a.k.a. Mayor Lori Lightfoot's left
3: foot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is your boy Vin in the building, just chilling, sipping on some nice ice cold Guinness, relaxing. Hello. <laughs> Hello. This is Alaric. I, yeah, I, I still hear that beeping.
3: That, yeah, I was going to say, I still hear that beeping. No, that's, that's, a, that's be a truck backing up. That was a truck that, no, 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 that's be. that's the fire alarm.
0: That's going to be the I fit. can tell
3: the difference between the truck backing up and that's the a fire alarm.
0: Okay, all right, all right. So, so let's introduce tonight's special guest, the alarm. Take that a drink every time, yes. every time you hear the alarm. Yes, yes. If you hear that in the background, <laughs> take a drink, take a true. sip.
1: So that's that's probably me I, for for uh, all of our listeners I am recording for the first time in a different location and um I'm going to talk about all of that too but but I'm I've unplugged three different alarms and I don't know which one is beeping. So it's a pretty big house a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff plugged in. So I'm going to try one more and uh I'm trying I'm trying to find it so. That's it. It's probably me.
0: Drake. Drink, drink. (laughs) There you go. Take a sip. There's a truck again. (laughs) It's still backing up. (laughs) Oh my god! I'm so glad. See, I almost didn't put another Guinness in the freezer just now. I'm so glad I did because I'm happy. You know, I'm almost done with this one. It's just so delicious. You know how sometimes you just uh, you get a taste for something, and you make it just the right way. That's what this beer is right now. It was in the Mm -hmm. freezer. Everybody drink again because you heard the beat. Right. You
3: know what you just reminded me of? Last year, while we were like really hunkered down during a pandemic, I purchased a, uh, a beer keg, mm. an electric beer keg. And I've been sitting here thinking, I want a beer. I literally have boxes of beer kegs and the keg Meister or whatever it's called, the keg machine in my apartment. What do you I say that for? to say that, I say that to say, I was buying beer all party. types of bullshit. I was buying all types of bullshit during the uh, pandemic, the panoramic, <laughs> and uh, panoramic. And wanted a beer, and I have had the means to have beer all this time.
0: And you didn't do it.
3: No, because I was saying to myself, "Oh, I need to get some beer," because I keep saying
0: I want some beer. So you got to what? You put that. Which part of it do you put in the refrigerator to get it cold? So when you when none,
3: cold. you just plug it in. And then you take the the keg and you push the keg in, and then you pull the lever down. I think you have to let it wow. uh do its thing for like five or ten minutes, and then you got ice cold beer.
0: You wow. would just, I would just have that hooked up right next to my fucking chair in the living room. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't move. <laughs> yeah, hey, I have this shit here. Yeah, I have a. Hey, honey, go do me a favor. Give me another keg. You just put it right right here. Attach it. <laughs>
3: and just oh probably just been caressing it throughout the night yes. as I watch the game. Yes. But... With a hookah. All right, who's going to start finding
1: I have unplugged eight devices, so uh, hopefully I got it. I don't know which one it is. There's a lot of devices plugged in.
0: Nope, you didn't get it. There it goes again. I just heard it. All right, let's just go. I mean, you know, it's, right. it's the fifth member today.
1: It's the fifth member today. It's the hidden chirp.
2: What's going on in the lives? I'll start. And uh, if you'd like to contribute to the Patreon and get uh, Mac up, Box of nine volt batteries.
1: Yep. Yeah, you know what's that? So, well, let me explain. So, normally, normally I'm recording from my apartment in New York. Today, I'm I'm kind of in the house, and I'm in the house in Long Island. And there's a lot of stuff here that's like you know family stuff and whatever the case may be. Um, the nice part is I'm at a very nice table, and I'm I you know I never I never get to be higher than my mic. And it's just really nice to be hiding in my mic. I don't know, but I but the chirp is coming from one uh it's not coming from the fire alarms because all of the fire alarms are hardwired. They're not the nine volt battery. They're literally plugged mom. into the into the electrical framework of the house. So it's not that. So I don't know where it's coming from. But my mom did used to have these bug things that she would plug in. And it's supposed to emit noise to keep critters away. So I'm thinking it's that. And I thought I got them all, and apparently I have not. No, nah, that's that's a smoke alarm. I don't, that's I not one. that sound. Yeah, it's not a smoke Even alarm. if no even if even warning. if they're
2: hard, even if they're hardwired, um, they don't last forever, and that's usually a warning. Yeah,
1: right. But I think it's like a ten-year max. But when there's a warning on them, there's a little light, and it turns from like. Maybe the bulb went out. Green to like yellow or red or whatever. The one that's right here is is green. I'm looking at it. The one that's right next to us is green. Did it just that means be again? it's really broke? I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that means it's really. I broke. think
0: it's like three or four of them. They all use the one that's <laughs> probably <laughs> chirping.
2: Yeah, they're like forget this guy. The one that's is so loud, it sounds like it's chirping right there or above your head. <laughs> maybe, not. maybe the, not.
0: That shit is in the attic. Right.
2: See if I can unplug it. Let's
1: see if I can unplug it.
0: The show is oh, just it. it's starting long, off
3: yeah. it's okay.
1: it's like so
0: blazes. It's, it's actually the painting behind you that's making that noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking painting. <laughs> there <That's what's> <laughs> it goes. Okay,
3: now there that you go. Just
2: went nuts. There you go. Yeah. You killed it. That didn't sound uh, right. Ah. That shit sounded like it was fighting back.
0: It's saying, fuck you. I'm not going off. I will not be firm. Did you ah, get it? You got it? I all, right, so, all
1: right. I turned it to the off position. So we'll right. see. So
0: let's start from let's uh, the top where you were going to say something. You know, this is, is
1: going to go <laughs> off, right? Yeah, I know it's going to go off. No, let's, let's <laughs> keep it rolling. Let's just keep it rolling. I think this is all good for the show. So anyway, so t- uh, took Memorial Day, trying to, trying to get a little rest. Took a day off from work. feels Feels really good. Just, you know, trying to clean up a little bit and uh, get ready for spring. Did some shopping at the Outlet Mall. It was shocking to see. I went to the Outlet Mall. There were a few people, but it was Memorial Day. And it was like nobody out there. And then I went into Target and it was like three people in the store. I walked in. They were like, hello, sir. Oh, my God. Thank God you're here. Oh, uh, do you need a shopping cart? I lie to you not. She was like, do you need a shopping cart? You have an amazing day. I was like, this is the nicest. Like, they're really trying to get people to come back. There was nobody in the store today. So. Um, retail is is really hurting because it's Memorial Day and it's supposed to be open, but it's not a whole lot of people out. Um, And this is a major shopping area that I went to, so. Um, The whites decided to just uh, chill. Well, yeah, but this is a mixed shopping area. This is very mixed. Everybody likes a deal. Everybody likes a deal. When you go to the outlet mall and it's it's empty, you know. I still got followed around in the store today. I didn't take it personal. What'd you say? I don't know why I didn't take it personal. I really didn't take it personal because I don't know if he was following me around Yes, you do. Because, <laughs> because, no, no, no. If he was just doing his job. Well, what's his or, job? Or, 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 exactly.
2: No, Exactly. I need you to follow every nigger.
1: <laughs> telling us the
0: story. You guys I Rand, I'm Randy, the nigger follower.
1: That's the same guy. The same guy that was the same guy that was following me also welcomed me when I came in, uh, and yeah. also checked me out when I was going out, yeah. and he was very pleasant when I came in. So you gave him
3: something fun. to do during the day. You just said the stores were empty. Yeah. He was like, oh, God. one.
1: A... Yeah, well, there was a little more people in that store, but you know, I don't want uh, I don't want to shout know. them out either. Follow right. this
3: nigga everywhere he goes. I, I see, see you down want a I just
1: don't think he had anything
3: to do. But I'm not. Or your reputation for snacks has preceded you, my friend, and they know <laughs> which aisle you're <laughs> going to.
2: Well, no, this was the shoe store. I was just, was just let me let me show you where our hey, finest better. snacks. <laughs> yeah. the
0: store, we've well, got the new I, cupcakes in. So I bought a couple yeah. of pairs. Of I got. I,
1: I bought a couple pairs. You get, of you get of some food. Jordans. You get some Jordans. Wait, wait, wait! I bought a couple. No, I bought oh, shoe you. Shoes. I bought shoes. I, bought, oh. I just bought shoes for spring and summer. I didn't even in, buy. hard by in Walmart. It. No. Oh, you said a mall, an outlet mall. That's all it is. I'm just gonna say I went to an outlet mall. So, so you know when you go to an outlet mall, every store. What store did you go to? I'm curious. What store do you shop at shoes? Several different ones. I don't want to shout. I don't want to shout them out. I don't want to floor shines. shines. Buster Brown. You pick the worst ones you can find. Payless.
2: Is Payless still around? (laughs) DSW.
3: Wow. Okay. What do you mean you don't want to shout them out? They don't care. I don't want to shout them
1: out. I don't want to shout them out. I don't want to. All right. Burlington.
0: so, he, go, he, goes to, so. Uh, <laughs> he goes to big and tall foot. He goes to big and tall foot. I
1: I go to quite a different. I go to quite. A, quite this nigga a has quite.
0: a triple F Y foot. You know, Barney you Rubble know,
2: if, you know if he went to the Gucci outlet, we would know by now, right? You know right. that, right? That's why we're digging, bro. That's why we're digging because you don't want to tell us
0: where you went to get shoes. He, go, he goes to Dexter's to get a pair of shoes. Fucking triple F foot. <laughs> it is why I,
1: I go to I go to some pretty nice places. I go to some pretty nice places. I just okay, want to tell you. Give me an example. Please. You don't have to say where you went this weekend. Where, where do you think? I, I go to I go to uh Nordstroms, I go to Saks. Stacy um, Adams. Nah, it's not really. It's not my thing. Are you wearing Stacy Adams? Let me get
0: the no. let me get the uh Stacy Adams. I don't Adams wear Stacy Adams particularly With The much. uh crocodile skin.
1: I used to like Ferragamo and then I bought a pair I wasn't happy with, so I stopped my nose. Um Oh, those are the OG,
0: Those are the OJ shoes.
1: Yeah, those are killer. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. He wore Magli. No, he said uh, that's right. You're
2: right. Uh, he he wore uh, yeah, um, Mag
0: killer shoes by Bruno Magli.
2: Magli, right? Those yeah. are the killer shoes, Bruno
3: Magli's.
1: Yes, I don't have a pair of. It yeah, allowed me so, to get ultimate me talk. When I swung then I go. Then I go. <laughs> I did exactly what I told you guys I was going to do. I go over to the Nike store and I walk in the Nike store and I'm like, what the hell has this become? Like I told you guys. And I walked up and down the aisles and I walked, I walked through the first aisle and there's a brother stacking shoes. And it's like men's on the right, women's on the left. So I was like, all right, let me just walk through these aisles. So I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. So I get to like the fifth aisle, fifth, sixth, seventh aisle deep, like getting near the end. And I see just a pair of regular white on whites. And I was like, these are cool. And they're like, and, and I'm like, they're like $45. And I'm like, nah, I can do better than this. I don't want this, whatever, whatever the case may be. So I was like, I just wanted to just a pair of sneakers just to have in the house, just in case I just need to go somewhere You can do better than $45 for one. sneakers? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. I, yeah, I can do better than 45 sneakers. Well, no, it's just not that. It's just the style. It didn't excite me. It was like, this is like... Uh, you know, they weren't they weren't they were a little too boring. Um, so then I get to the next hour and I see a brother older than me working there. <laughs> He's like, What's up, bro? You need some help? <laughs> uh, What's your old, old man here? You need an old man in size twelve. <laughs> Like, old man he,
3: Toronto,
2: to able, he said, come on, let me show you the back ball. We got the retirement.
3: We got the retirement elevens.
2: They just came out. Yeah, exactly. We got we got the, we the mall well. The mall walker six.
1: We got we got the, the social security seventeens. old so nigga ones. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I bought a pair of old nigger ones from the back right hand corner, but they they, they, look, decent. they look decent. Ah, air force air force old schools and uh they're a little updated but yeah that's all yo this is vincent aka many voices hey what's up this is Alaric, and i'm speaking directly into the mic this is mac aka mr Rock, making all your dreams come true this is hello thank you for listening to decoding 40 make sure that you follow us don't forget to hit that subscribe button on facebook instagram twitter do we tweet a little bit we tweet we tweet all right Yeah. follow us on twitter no snapchat at all
0: and go to www.Dakotan40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Dakota <laughs> 40 goddammit. No.
2: We were okay. talking about this the other day. We and were. I've never been into Air Force Ones. I always thought they were ugly and boxy. Were you guys, were you Air Force I had a, I I a, yeah, a yeah, conversation.
1: I literally had a black conversation with a friend of mine maybe like 20 years ago. What a black, black conversation? conversation. Yeah. I had a black conversation. I said, I said, my man, he was he was like, he was like, Yo, you can't come out with me with these shoes you got on. And I forgot what I was wearing. I was wearing Durangos at the time. I think I had a pair of Durangos when those was hot. And I was like, um I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey,
3: when we had this conversation, you said British Knights were hot. Now you're
2: saying Durangos were hot. Point, I need to understand what, what your definition of hot. Well, Durangos were Durangos were Durango. I wore Durangos. I had a, had yeah. a pair of Durango's. I don't, like, I don't I even know what you, I, don't, I don't I don't know what
0: you're
3: talking spare about. It's a boots. You know, just yeah. spare
1: boots. Okay. Yeah, it was a pair of boots. I liked, I liked them. I liked them. They were easy to get on and off. All but right. anyway, but so my man was like "Yo, respectfully you, you and can't your come out with you. cautioned you not to uh, wear these. So he was like, Good he was like, he was like, Yo, we're going to this party. You he was like, What do you he's like, yo, just go get some Air Force ones. So I went, I bought a pair of Air Force. You're already
2: wearing sweatpants.
1: I was like, no, I wasn't wearing sweatpants. So he was like, he was like, he's like, go get a pair of Air Force Ones. So I got a pair of Air Force Ones. And that's kind of been the default ever since. It's like when I don't really, really get, get some, some ones, Air Force Ones. I like them. They're all right. They're all
3: right. Listen, at this stage of my life, I have two resources that I uh, rely on for sneakers. It's my guy uh, on YouTube, Hitches a Noun, and uh, Soul Searching, the podcast. And a lot of those sneakers I won't wear, but at least I can I can kind of see where I fit in terms of my style and what's happening in sneakers in in terms of what's going on like nowadays. Um, But I think I have resolved. I'm either a white sneaker like uh, the greats or uh, yeah, I just bought a pair of greats and um, clay C-L-A-E or I'm like Nike Air Max or I did buy uh, or my wife actually got me a pair of Jordans and um that like that's that's my lane right there i'm not getting into super funky sneakers
1: but i just want to look appropriate i, I feel like i'm too old to wear jordans like i'm I just i'm too old to wear jordans like, i, I, I think if you
2: I if you wore jordan 1s i don't know if you like if you the new Jordans, I, I I'm not sure that yeah the new Jordans. I, I like the retro. I like the, the retro. The retros are bro. great. I, I think yeah, the yeah, retros yeah. are great. I I've never owned a pair of Jordans. I'm yeah, I'm I. I. my regular regular is I used to be all Converse. I used to have every flavor of Converse. Really, and then Did I hurt your feet. You know what? Someone introduced me to Vans, and I was like, "What the fuck was I doing?" Like, Vans <laughs> are so comfortable. And yeah,
0: those converse like my... is like wearing a uh, uh, bowling ball material on your feet. It's just hard.
1: <laughs> I I could never get into the converse. <laughs> I, I I mean they they, they they
0: I liked them because they had it's, it. Just came with the swag. They had a certain swag with them, but
2: they were yeah. very uncomfortable to wear. There's, they they there's weren't even zero, comfortable zero in trying support.
3: them on in the store. I was yeah. like, nah, I can't. I can't do this.
2: Well, I already so, had yeah. flat feet, so it was like. It was just like slap on a, a slab oh. of see now my rubber on the bottom of my feet mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right I can't they would they would but but then somebody turned me on to Vans and I was like oh okay this 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 is uh, this makes sense I,
1: I, I want y'all opinion on so a couple of years ago my wife was we were, we were going to Europe and we we're gonna to have to do a whole lot of walking and my wife was like yo you can't. She's like, it's time for some new sneakers. Let's get some sneakers to go to Europe. So she was like, yo, let's get these Asics, yo. She's like, I rock Asics all the time. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of a New Balance guy. She was like, try the Asics, whatever, whatever. So I put the Asics on and they're comfortable in the store and they're super bouncy. My problem with the Asics is is that like the whole top is like this, this thin piece of cotton on the top. There's like no, there's no... Arch support, there's no nothing. Now, to her credit, those shoes were all great the whole entire trip. But I felt like six months later they were trash. They were like, it was time to throw them out. Now mm-hmm. I kept them. Are, are they running asked, shoes? I don't know if I'd call them running shoes. Yeah, they probably get, wore running shoes. a if, if they're uh, if
2: they're running, running if they're running shoes, yeah, six months is probably the life of it. Where it's comfortable, it's, like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a, i am i am i am I like New Balance, like so. I like New my Balance. running shoes are New Balance because they're super comfortable. And after I'm done running in them, like they become my my runaround shoes because you don't even like I I don't even feel them. I'm just walking around like I'm barefoot, but I can't run in them. I can't but run in them. I, I'll feel it.
1: But I still think the New Balance lasts longer, and that was the argument that that was that that was the that the argument that was the debate. She and I were having was eight six versus. Mm-hmm. But everybody's like, everybody's
3: that's an old man shoe.
1: That's an old right. man shoe. Yeah. New
3: uh, Balance is an old man shoe.
1: That's no. what I heard. That's what no. I heard. That's, that's the feedback wrong. I was getting respectfully. That's the no. feedback I was getting. Yeah. First of yeah. all, those are the shoes wrong.
3: that best fit my son's feet, and they always look good on his feet. I haven't worn them just because he wears them. Mostly. And I don't want to wear the same shoes that he wears. I get that.
1: So, yeah, that's it. Oh, no, I did go to the bar with my brother. We had to pick up some dinner. So I went to the bar. It was a, it's a seafood restaurant. Restaurant wasn't ready. So we got seafood. Nobody had on a mask, but they recognized us from before and they were super polite to us. But no one had on a mask. What was, what was so interesting about it is, is people were walking up to the restaurant with their mask on and they would walk in and they saw no one had their mask on and they took it off. So people were prepared, but the restaurant wasn't enforcing it. None of the staff had on masks. None mm. of the bar staff had on masks. We didn't have on masks, and it was kind. Con- it was almost like a little break of normalcy. I don't know how I feel. Yeah, if I feel I'm not, good I'm about not ready. it, bad
2: about I'm not ready for the staff to not wear a mask
1: when you're handling
2: yeah, my staff. COVID sandwich. I concur, sir. I concur.
1: Uh it was it was a mask-free experience. So was, y'all motherfuckers really want to walk really around with no mask, but the but this but this
2: but the help. <laughs>
0: To wear mask. <laughs> well, no, I'm,
2: I'm I don't. I don't for... wear gloves. But you want them to wear gloves when oh. they're touching your food, right? Of course, of course. let them, well, wear wear mask when you can spit COVID into my drink. Oh my god! <laughs> said, you not You just well, mean for the rest of the, the normal people. No, I just I just want to I just want to repress them, <laughs> that's all. Uh,
1: that's true. I believe that. I believe that. No, no
3: I I do feel a sense of comfortability to seeing staff wear masks. Like we went to a couple of restaurants. We didn't sit inside, but I noticed um, up in New Hampshire that um, patrons were not wearing a mask as they walked in and out of restaurants. And I kept minds on every time I had to go in to, to pick up some food, and I felt comfortable or more comfortable when I saw someone who was handing me my food with a mask on.
2: It seems sanitary now. It
3: seems more sanitary now. I I mean, I like it going forward, regardless of COVID, to be honest with you.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah. A hairnet, gloves, a mask, and and a mask. mask.
1: So this is another discussion that came up. When are we going to feel like the pandemic is over? Because for all intents and purposes, whether y'all are on board, everybody, like the, the pandemic's over. It's not. But for all intents and purposes, it is.
3: But the, it's not. The, that was some so news shit you tried to pull, but go ahead. No, no, no.
1: Oh, wow. No, no, no. No, I thought so I'd a conversation.
3: But it's not. <laughs> Wait, what? It's what not. Yeah, yeah oh, hey, hey. Oh, It's not.
1: So so here's a conversation that I had. I I this this um some older people in my family that I'm kind con- I'm concerned about. And I kind of want Zoe, I want to kind of do like a tour, not all together, or whatever. I'm trying to figure it out. So I said I said to my wife, I said, at what point are you going to be comfortable? Taking my five-month-old daughter out to see these people, and she was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Well, we're both vaccinated. The people I'm taking them to are vaccinated. I feel comfortable starting to make these rounds one at a time, as long as we're careful about who they're around and we're around. I'm comfortable doing that within reason." She's like, "Well, I don't know if I'm comfortable doing that yet. I don't know if I'm comfortable taking it out." And I was like, "Well, I need a date because I gotta plan this. It's not like I can just, you know, what I mean." So. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to find my level of comfort, but if these are people that I know, and I know they got vaccinated and, and they told me that they got vaccinated, I'm cool. And I know they're taking precautions. I'm cool bringing them around them. But at what point are we going to be comfortable taking her out? And she's like, well, Mm. you know, we need a vaccine for the kids. And I was like, I don't think a vaccine for the kids is coming. So
2: not for not for baby not for not for a I, long long time. But I wouldn't. Va- would, would you vaccinate <laughs> right. your baby? My kids ain't getting but, that Yeah, right now <laughs> they, they got they, other vaccinations. <laughs> right here we go. Yes, they they're taking those vaccines.
1: Mumps and measles. And absolutely,
2: absolutely. But if if there's no need for them to take this vaccine, I wouldn't. Just like I wouldn't. I didn't test them because they didn't need to be tested. They didn't show any signs or symptoms. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Put it on them unless it was became necessary. If COVID came back like twenty twenty,
1: yeah, I would absolutely have been vaccinated. Gotcha. Are you comfortable with them going back to school in person? Yes. See, my my, so my was, daughter my
2: daughter cool. went my daughter went to camp last summer, and I was comfortable with her being around other kids because they were in a pod of kids who um, they stayed together. So yeah, I'd be comfortable with I'm comf- I'm comfortable with them going back to school in September. Vin, you comfortable? And have, yes. Are you
0: considering
3: your daughter taking the vaccine? Because she's of age.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it. Me and my wife were talking about it. But the first thing we want to do is take her in and get a um, physical blood work, all that other stuff done first to make sure that there's no uh, issues. There's no hidden things that we don't know and we may, we may not be aware of because if she has anything that could cause issue trigger. with it i'd say no mm-hmm. um but if she's got a clean bill of health i don't see why not cuz we me and my wife both took it and, and
1: tested
2: bodies she may have been exposed already
0: yeah I, I don't know i you know well this these are the things that need to be done when i take her in to get her you know her, you know her physical but i think they're going to probably push for them to get the vaccine i want to say by next year maybe not in what's that sound
2: that's me sorry
0: yeah, they, so they're gonna they're gonna push they're gonna push for the. Uh... <laughs> Did you do that on
2: purpose? <laughs> no, I was trying to get it away from it, <laughs> so it wouldn't make that sound anymore. Uh, huh. <laughs> like, and it wasn't hey, done; it had one hey, last thing in it, one <laughs> last <laughs>
0: fucking thing there, one buddy. more
2: thing, one more thing
0: for me to say, hey <laughs> Hey you, yeah you, Dakota Forty fan you got a problem with us, give us a call. 608-618-4040. Tell us how you really
1: feel. You might end up on the show.
0: We double, triple fucking
2: dare you. Fuck out of here.
0: Again, if she doesn't have any issues and everything's going on, you know, everything's a clean bill of health, I would say yes, because I'm just thinking that, you know, nothing's going to happen to her if she takes the vaccination. I feel more comfortable with her having it just because she's going to be around all these other people, mm. you know, uh, who are going to be in school with her and she's going to be in a bigger school. Now she's going to high school now. So she's going to be in transit every day on the bus being around different people. And I don't need her bringing that shit home to the house. So, mm-hmm. you know, and we're already vaccinated, but I think it's, it's, I think it's important that she gets the vaccination to be safe because, she was supposed to go back to school the week we went to Aruba and fucking there was a COVID outbreak at her school. Mm. Like three, three kids had COVID. Three kids? Three kids. Yeah. Wow. So they got to fucking be tested tomorrow in order for them to participate in some sort of like field day or whatever they're going to do. Then they got to come back 10 days later and be tested before they go to graduation because they had their little eighth grade graduation. It's a lot.
3: Yeah, my wife and I are discussing it, um, particularly with the new news of younger people being able to be vaccinated. I still haven't made a decision because, I mean, he's been relatively, not even relatively, he's been incredibly healthy uh, over this past year. He has not had one cold. Maybe, you know, he felt a little bit under the weather for a minute. I don't know. Um, We still have to talk about it. Uh, But it looks like he will be going to in-person school come the fall. Um, he also is going to high school. So and I think that the school has about 500 kids. So, you know, and it's a part of an, it's within a, a complex of schools that I think are two other schools. So that's probably at least 1,200 to 1,500 kids. Yeah,
0: that boy might need to get a shot.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know as I talk about out, Both loud. of
0: them. Both um, of them. I mean, because eventually. They, well, the you know,
3: youngest one, he's a- too young.
0: At, for right now you know i'm thinking they're gonna they once they do the 12 year olds to 15 or whatever then they're gonna go younger and they're gonna go well, we'll you know see. we'll see you know what i'm saying we'll but see. uh anyway this is a uh, one of a those uh, four hour check ins it's going to be a long check
2: in yeah so, so, it's going to be a long so, yeah check-in. because nobody just, really just out of curiosity cuz both yeah, of your yeah. kids are going into high school do yeah. do your kids have friends that are upperclassmen in high school Are they no. going in
0: no. Knowing only freshmen. They They're will... going in knowing no nobody. As of now, no. he
3: will not know anyone, as far as I know, who's going to his school. Yeah. That must be scary.
0: I mean, my daughter knows like 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 El. My daughter, like Elle's son, my daughter probably knows maybe three or four people who might go to school there. Like she might see people who went to her junior high school with that she might have known but wasn't really cool with. Hmm.
2: I guess I'm thinking about high school back in our day. Like it was freshman day and you were really at risk. You were really at risk of, of getting your ass kicked. Maybe, nah. maybe girls not not experience, like didn't experience that. I don't think that. they do that anymore. No, there's like no bullying. That. Is bullying no. over?
1: I don't <laughs> think it's over. I think it's reduced.
2: So I think
3: bullying is still there, but I was, I, I actually just came across an article that, um, Uh, reported the big fight that happened my freshman year, the first month that we had enrolled. And it was, uh, my school was across the street from a police station, the the main police station in New York City. But still, people were cut and bloodied. And I found myself in the middle of two melees and thinking to myself, so this is high school, because I'm looking people get slashed, punched, knocked out, stomped. And I'm like, I just want to get on the A train at this point because (laughs) this is not what I think I thought I signed up for. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I'm hoping that schools are nowhere near that, but I I understood my, I understand that my high school has fallen (laughs) in terms of safety and security for the students. So that's unfortunate.
0: Well, I mean, you look at the state of New York in general and New York city in general uh, we, we it, it's. I think we're kind of reverting back to we, we, we're taking we're we're rewinding the clock back to the eighties a little I, bit, man. I think you're right. No, nah,
2: we're not. We're not. I, I we're think not. Right, we're man. no. If you look at the crime, t- if you look at the crime statistics, we're nowhere near what we were experiencing in the eighties and nineties. Seventies, eighties, and 90s. now. But I think there's there's a,
3: there's we're, an opportunity. I'm going to say there's yes. an opportunity.
2: But for crime us to is re- relive Crime is some crime of what, is what we are constantly declining. Constantly. Mm-hmm. What kind of crime? Yeah. All crimes. All crimes are on a decline. I, All I, crimes. Assaults were going up.
0: I thought assaults
3: were going up. Since I, last I'm, year.
0: I'm gonna say this.
3: <laughs>
2: when <laughs> nobody was outside. I mean, but that's a starting point, is
0: what I'm saying. I'm going to say this. Okay,
2: so let's say 70 people got assaulted last year, this time, right? Let's just say, I'm just throwing out random numbers. 70 Mm -hmm. people got assaulted last year, this time. And this year, 93 people got assaulted at this time. But the year before that, 2019, when everybody was outside, 145 people got assaulted. Crime is going down. We just weren't outside. Nobody was outside.
0: But it's not going down. It's starting at a low point because people weren't going outside. But the more people go outside, yes.
2: the
1: higher it's going to go.
2: But it's still lower than 20. It was
1: still lower than the year when we were outside. It's and it's going to be a, a hot summer because people have been bundled up in this house. It's going to be a I'm, hot summer.
0: I'm I'm going to tell you right now, the, the lot of, a lot of shit is just not getting reported. These cops are not reporting a lot of the shit because there are shit. There's, there's shit happening. Right? It's just not they're not arresting people. You know what I mean? A lot of times... It looks so you're saying people crime. are getting...
2: People are getting gunned down, stabbed, assaulted, no. and cops are just not arresting people? I didn't say Well, that. okay. I actually looked at the stats. As of March, the overall index crime
3: rose 2.4% compared to March 2020, driven by a 36% increase in murder and 35.1% increase in grand larceny. There was an 11.8% decrease in robbery in March 2021, and an 8.5 percent reduction in burglary compared to the previous year. Felonious assaults r- saw a 0.9 a percent increase compared to March of last year, and shooting incidents, incidents increased by 76.8 percent. Jesus,
2: can you is there That's a comparison with 2019?
3: Yeah, you want the actual number? I mean, it's it's let's see. It was 99 murders as of March of this year. I'm sorry, in, shooting incidents. In, in when? This year? From Yeah, this year. From January to March. Not, that sounds good. If you're not the one getting shot, I would. Okay. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was 56 <laughs> in the same period of time last year.
2: Cause nobody was outside. You couldn't shoot somebody. You couldn't shoot the people you wanted to shoot. Right? They weren't outside. The next point.
3: This is going to be a very hot <laughs> summer. People are going to be outside. Short
2: tempered. I agree. So, I agree. But know. I think I think it's going to be a short bump on right. the map.
1: All right. We'll I see. Hope so. we'll I hope see. you're we'll right. See. So, Vin,
0: what's going on in your life? Wow. So we're gonna get, we're gonna just continue with the check-ins.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah. the format. This is gonna be the check-in show. Okay. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> with that said, uh what's going on in my life? Nothing much is going on in my life. Uh just been working. Um I don't know, man. You uh, ain't been working. You
2: barely been working. You just got you back been, from vacation. Yeah, but I'm back to work. Look, you post so many TikTok videos. I know you ain't working. Come on. I wish your supervisor could see how many TikTok videos you post in his chat. Because you would yeah. definitely get written up. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> wow. Um, dry snitching over many, here. 1-800-DRY-SNITCH? <laughs> 1-800-DRY-SNITCH. Left 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 Leave off the last TH for savings, nigga. Like, God. Alaric's
1: Alleric, hey, like, I have your content calendar right here, my guy. one
0: 800 tick snitch <laughs>
2: <laughs> if, wow. if by work you mean uh, scrolling through TikTok? Yeah, you've been working hard, bro. <laughs> you've been working hard. Nah, I, I I really don't have much to
0: say, man. You know, um yeah. That's my check in.
2: All right. Uh All right. let's see. The most old man shit happened to me today that um mm-hmm. I can't even Well, actually it happened yesterday. You shit yourself? No. Um I woke <laughs> up and he said no, not this week. Not, not, (laughs) yeah, maybe, maybe, well, maybe not the most old man shit, but the second to that is you just wake up and your body hurts and you're not sure why you didn't do anything different than you did yesterday, but, uh, now my back hurts and and I don't know why. And I felt very old. I'm like, is this shit finally breaking down? Doctor this said is- I need a
0: out of me. Come on, man. Sit down with me. <laughs>
2: I, I took a nap on the couch on Saturday and now my back hurts. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's how um, we,
2: that's how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's some well, old the, man the, shit.
0: The older you get, you can't sleep on furniture anymore. You gotta sleep <laughs> in the bed. Like when you plan to take a nap, you gotta go to your bed and go to sleep. Because <laughs> that whole sofa shit. You're I fell asleep on the sofa.
3: Even if you sleep in the bed.
0: It's worse on It's worse than that couch. Don't, I'm trying to tell you. I, I fell asleep on the couch there last night. I will right back get back out
3: there. of bed and my feet hit the floor and my pain alerts go all <laughs> off everywhere. Like every, <laughs> You're every
2: <old>. morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're old. <laughs> like, like you can't move too fast. Everything hurts for the first we got a problem in the, the knees. morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got a problem in the knees. You send, have to stretch. You have to stretch.
3: Out of, you have to stretch oh, now. Yeah, what are you
0: gonna do? Stretch.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> so it was it was a nice it was a nice Memorial Day. Um, my niece came home from college. Nice. We're very very proud of her. She graduated from Brown University. That's um, and she's such a smart girl. And I I don't mean just like book smart. I mean like emotional intelligence. Like she is. Uh, uh, she's just like a little firecracker, just a very, a spark. Not very street smart at all, but she's got everything else going on. And um, I'm really proud of her. And uh, we welcomed her home, but there was, there was, there was one interaction that was kind of funny. And uh, I, I don't want to say who it was, but if they happen to hear this, they, they might know who they are, but, I doubt they will. But they were like, oh, I see you put on some... Because you haven't seen them for like a year and a half. They're like, oh, you put on a little COVID weight. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. I can't even tell you put on COVID weight because you're so fucking fat. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me out. Don't try to call me out. It's Uh, always a fat motherfucker that want to call you out. Oh, (laughs)
0: shit. (laughs) You know, because I'm like... A fat motherfucker, cool. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, like, Yo, you uh, put on a little COVID weight. Yes, I put on some COVID weight, and I'm still way skinnier than you. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hey, hey I thought you was vegetarian. Himself. I thought you was a vegetarian. do <laughs> well, you so much weight? Broccoli don't
3: work <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, you eat a lot of cheese <laughs> sandwiches, boy. You
2: eat a lot of french you know, fries. Just, just, just out of, like, Wanting to be civil, I didn't like you, fat motherfucker. How dare you? How, <laughs> how dare, dare you? you? You fat bastard! Hey, hey, Alaric, take it easy on the yuca fries. I can't even, I can't even <laughs> see the thirty you put on. I can't even see it. <laughs> Yo, the expression on your, on your face your right now is you are in that moment looking at that person. Yo, right now. I was so pissed. I was like, I don't even. This thirty is on your feet and on your lungs. I can't even <laughs> see it. Get it's around em. your heart. It's around Get your. Heart. Get oh my god, man! Uh, but fuck y'all. People <laughs> calling me out, respectfully. Oh shit. Yeah, that's my trick. He's a respectful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With all due respect. <laughs> with all do with uh with all due respect, fuck your no, mother, right? No offense. With all due respect, uh, <laughs> shove it up your yourself. ass. Wow.
0: Go <laughs> fuck yourself, like, right? Go what fuck you? yourself. <laughs> <Like that.
2: laughs> How's your mother?
1: What's up with you, L?
2: Uh,
3: mixed bag this week, gentlemen. Um had the uh the 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 extremities of life um sort of uh dial in This week, Uh, on one hand, we get to celebrate our goddaughter's uh, graduation from Fisk University, and she also graduated with her sister, which was amazing. Um, She graduated uh, with
2: the same day from Fisk. Same
3: day, yes, from Fisk. Um, She took an extra semester to finish her program, so they both graduated uh, on the same day. Awesome. Um, The we, with the family, we all went up to Hampton Beach, uh, New Hampshire, which unfortunately it rained just about every day. And the day that it didn't rain, it was too cold to go. At least it was too cold for me. Um, my sister-in-law took her uh, daughters and our mother-in-law over to the beach. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to pass. They didn't invite me, but uh, I would have said I would have <laughs> passed.
2: <laughs> if you were invited. If I was invited.
0: Um Go ahead, leave his grumpy right. ass home. Go ahead, <laughs> and leave his grumpy ass home.
3: Exactly. You don't like. Um, but it was good because uh, when we get together, man, we just have a really good time, and we just really pour life back into each other. Um, because unfortunately, we found the um, tragic uh, news that um, my wife and I' uh, godson uh, died in a horrific. I don't even know the details, but in my mind, it's a horrific accident, and. Uh, It was tough to hear the news. I think it was better that my wife found out before I did um, because she was able to deliver it. And um, so Zion Rogers is no longer on the planet with us, um, but his friends were kind enough to do a vigil for him on the campus of his college. And we were able to watch that. And that was a beautiful thing that they did in tribute to him. So it has been wrecking my mind um, since I heard the news because I thought she was going to tell me something totally different. So, And that was the furthest thing from my mind. But he was a beautiful kid. Um, one of my favorite memories of him is when he was I don't know, he had to be super young. And this is when my wife, and we were dating and we were living in Atlanta together and his mom came down and brought him so we could meet him. And uh, they went out and left me with him. And I'm like mm, okay. So, but we had a great time and we wound up going to sleep and the only thing that I could do when we both fell asleep I literally held him from f- rolling off of the bed the entire night. Um so I like grabbed him and even if whenever he moved I woke up immediately. Um but throughout the years he has grown and he he grew into a beautiful human being. Um so I'm going to miss him very much and I hate that I won't ever get to see him again unless I have all this uh religion wrong. <laughs> so. Uh, um, but I, I thank him for the light that he put in our life, And uh, that's it. Sorry for your loss, bro. I appreciate that.
2: Truly sorry for your loss, and it's a real tragedy.
1: So we can dedicate this show to him?
2: To him, yeah. to his
3: mom, to his father, who um, is not his biological father, but Gee, you have been an amazing man to that brother um, and to his sister. I bless you and bless that family. Rest
1: in power. know you thought last week was bad but let me tell you about this week in racism so recently uh this week central park karen aka amy cooper or amy cooper aka central park karen is sumer suing her former employer saying she was racially discriminated against in her firing because her employer did not significantly investigate the incident that happened uh, in Central Park, right before George George Floyd George Floyd's murder uh, last year, so she is now suing her employer for wrongful termination. If piece of shit was a person,
2: mm-hmm. she would be it. Piece she of
3: shit would be, be named Amy Cooper. It would it, yeah, right. We'd be saying Amy Cooper and saying piece of shit,
2: right? Like when when you have that 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 when you take a dump and the the turd won't go down until the second flush, we call that a Trump, right?
1: <laughs> I, I I think this is a reach. I think I didn't know we loose, did that, a loose, a loose. Oh yeah, we call that. that
2: a Trump because <laughs> you know he he got he got impeached twice, but it didn't it didn't take until the second flush. So Amy I, Cooper, we'll just call her a watery turd.
1: Yes. So what is she must have some legal basis to to that she is coming from to yes, make this. Her point.
3: whiteness. <laughs> yeah. well, her legal basis.
1: Ob- obviously, obviously, this is this is a privilege on on steroids. Um, what I find interesting is that she took a year to file this claim. Um, what I think happened is I think she thought she was just going to go out there and get a job. And I think, uh, because of her background that she thought this was going to blow over. And I think she's become radioactive and I think she's trying to do a Hail Mary to get, to get some income, some revenue, some attention. So sue the, so sue
3: the employers that she's applying to now. Why, why try to sue the former employer suggesting that they have not investigated enough? Like what, what more facts did they need to come up with?
0: They saw the video. You would
3: file. So
2: everybody else saw
0: right. You, would
3: you tried your to dog. file
0: a, a a a false police report. No, you tried to weaponize the police to kill him.
1: Said it more succinctly. No, than me, sir. Yes, correct. It's debatable if if her intent was his death, but that could have been a byproduct of it. No, but regardless. The, we're not talking about her intent. We're not talking of about that. her intent. Of we're talking
3: that. about she put certain things into place that could have resulted in his
1: yes. death. Yes,
2: agree. Um, she was, she was well aware of that.
1: Yeah, she, she was knew. well.
2: She was well aware that the police were going to protect her virtue, and this black person was going to be be sacrificed. That's she why she knew was that.
0: choking up the dog. She was choking the dog to make the dog make noise, so the fucking nine one one operator can. She yeah. said
2: it on the video. She said it to him. She said, "There's an African American, yeah. and he's attacking me." Like right. She knew what she was doing. No, yeah, like what was,
1: what was more interesting is when she got finished, she said, You wait till they get here. Like like, like, like You wait you till wait they till, get here, nigga. You wait till they get here. They're gonna punish you for taking pictures of me.
0: Yo, he she he, when she he was should. in the wrong. When Yo, she was in the wrong. He should have fucking let them take it, take it to the limit. He wanted defending her.
2: At the I, end. I'm 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 actually mad at this motherfucker for not I'm not. Following through because not, did you you did you have
3: reason why, why Wait, I want to hear why I want to no, hear no. why Rick's mad and then I want to hear why you're not mad and I
2: and I said this on I said this on a previous episode when when we talked about when it initially happened and he did not follow through with prosecution it's bigger than him it's not about this one situation you're creating a legal precedent about how this happens, what what happens when cases like this appear in the court. It's not just about you, Christian Cooper. I'm fucking mad at you because now she comes back with uh, the audacity of caucasity and initiating this suit saying she was racially discriminated against. As if Chapter four, section 25 in
0: the white handbook.
2: (laughs) As if someone criminalized her simply for her being white. No, it was your actions. It was what you actually did that caused you to be in the situation that you're in. And the fact that the man had a video camera was the only reason why she got called out. Because if there was no video camera, if there was no video camera and... Christian wasn't the Ivy League educated bird watcher, he might have just the ended burst, up in Rikers, man. and we wouldn't yeah. know anything about this case, yeah,
0: yeah. until they
2: did the because carpet. she would have took it to the mat, obviously. Yeah, if that was Raheem with a
0: camera, it would have been a different story. It would, it would, it, it, it almost ended badly for Christian, it definitely would have ended badly for Raheem. <laughs> You know that shit. With what's the bad. difference?
1: What's the difference between Christian and Raheem, Vin? Are you
0: serious right now?
1: I do. You just feel like the difference between Christian and Raheem is just Raheem from around away, and Christian is Ivy League, Cardigan right. wearing yeah. brother. I,
3: I, it falls I, I, into I, that respectability uh, yeah. politics and how yeah I, people it I in
1: terms of their pedigree.
0: I think you, I think black is black, but I think there's degrees to that as well. You know, there's going to be a certain reaction to Christian as opposed to Raheem because Raheem is not going to, not going to be as and if, and if you, and when I'm talking about Raheem, I'm talking about thug life. He's not happy. I know what you
1: mean. I know what
0: you You're mean. Saying, Fuck you. Uh, uh, Put your dog on a leash for your dog. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the situation is, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even have, it could have gone, it could
1: have go, gone different. different. It could have gone different. Way so left. I, so I wasn't upset with Christian for this reason. Christian got on and Christian because, excuse me, initially I was where, um, uh Rick. He was, was, te- and he was on some teachable moment shit. And and I, I was what he was, I was like, yo, my guy, why are you not frying her? You should be like basting her and frying her, like double-sided. And um, and he got on and he was like, Listen, he says, A, I think she's been punished enough. And he didn't feel like continuing the narrative in this way was helpful. Like we had the conversation, the conversation has been had she had, she's lost her employment. She's been vilified. And she may be at that time. I think he said she may be charged. And ultimately she was whether he pressed charges or not. So he was like, what could I do further? And they were dropped. Right. But, but what could he have, what, what what impact would him pushing the issue could have done to make the situation better? There was
2: legislation that was named after Amy Cooper. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, and that's that's serious. That's statewide ed- legislation that was named after Amy, named after the act that she committed.
1: Which is why she can't get a job now and she's still an old employer. Fuck her. But <laughs> but,
2: but this but is let's this really this is, let's But this is why I, I, I gotta just... call Christian out.
1: Right. Because it's, it's wanna, not
2: just
3: about Christian. I, I want to get into the language that her lawsuit is saying. She's suggesting that she this the actions of Franklin Templeton, who are, was her former employer caused her such severe emotional distress distress, that she was suicidal. Also, she's claiming race and gender discrimination, defamation, intentional intentional infliction of emotional distress, and negligence.
2: Oh, shit. You know what? I think I told her to kill herself. <laughs> Is she going to sue? I think I said Apparently. that. I did say that.
3: You did say that. She heard you or... She's probably going through all the audio and video, and we'll find out. And so, hey, Amy, it's not too late. Kill yourself. Yo, the the sort of pretzeling you have to do in your mind to go along with the lawsuit and an attorney who is suggesting that this is an appropriate um, path to getting made whole in your mind is insane. We had you were the one who initiated it. It's like, what is happening? You could have literally just. Gone on with your day. Oh, no. He initiated by asking her to put the leash Followed on the, the dog, Right. To follow the law. The... So in her not following the law, or at least whatever city ordinance. Is a city ordinance a law? Is
1: it? Yes. Yes. It's yes. Okay. the law.
3: That all she had to do was obey the law. And in her not obeying the law, all of this transpired. And now she feels like she is the victim in all of this. This is bizarre thinking.
1: This is so, what is she? Boring. What what kind of what kind of what kind of relief is she asking for? And then let's move on. Is she asking for her job back? Is she asking for money? No, what she's is she asking, asking for
2: money. I think it's ten million
1: dollars. It said undisclosed. Come on, come on, son. It said undisclosed. Hey, I like Rick's number though. I'm just, I'm just gonna hold it in my head, whether it's true or not.
3: Look, look. I hope I hope facts. it goes to trial and she has That's all a super facts. Jury. That's a super fact. But look, I want 12 black people sitting in on that jury, listening to her. You, uh, I want Raheem on
1: that jury.
2: jury. A- Amy, you have no business bringing lawsuits against anyone except yourself. Sue yourself. Sue yourself. Because you, sue did, this. Yourself.
1: you sue, did this. Sue You
0: did this. Sue iPhone or Samsung for having a great camera to catch every emotion, every yelp of that dog as you choke the dog to get a more of an effect on the phone. I, I love that part. Choke that poor little puppy. Mm. She was trying to get the dog. She was... She knew exactly what she was doing. I don't even think she was using the
3: dog in order to create like more of a background or sound effect. I think she was so entrenched in her emotional uh, decline Mm -hmm. that she she didn't even realize what she was doing to the dog. Wow.
1: I think she was (laughs) completely oblivious to that. I think she was completely oblivious to the the dog. dog The dog was like, bitch! (laughs) <laughs> bitch. right I, 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 bitch i'm a white dog she ultimately I got don't. the dog back too she got the dog back, of course, the dog back. of course she, she
0: did of course she did because she said she probably went in there and said i can't live without the dog i've already tried to kill myself twice it was my therapy dog i need my dog back i'm white and they were like here you go ma'am
1: but that's, but that's, I think that's, the, I think that, I think that is the point, And I think that leads into our next topic is, is that that is the white, uh, the white expectation of rightness. Like there's an expectation of that they are above the law and not every, and I'm not saying this about, it's not, it's not that people. they're it's above not the law. They, they
2: think they are the law. Anyway, Amy Cooper <clears throat> is Choked a bitch white and she should kill herself. And that's, is that the end of the segment? <laughs> all
1: right. Yes. We, yeah, we, we on the number. next
2: segment.
1: <laughs> We've already moved on, yes. He's trying, to, he's trying to kill her kill her twice. He's trying to kill her
2: twice.
1: Kill the bitch. No, kill, kill in, no, kill, kill herself. Kill, kill her in a coffin. She's in the coffin mm-hmm. already.
0: Hey honey. I don't know what it is, but my vibrator doesn't work like it used to. I went over to AdamandEve.com, AdamandEve.com, and I got the biggest blackest cocktail though. And I used the code DC40. It was wonderful. Not only did I get that big BBC, but they gave me some videos and my favorite ones too. Of course it was black. AdamandEve.com. All
1: right, so we uh all, all four of us had been spending some time uh with a documentary on HBO called um Eliminate all the brutes. And I think it's really created a conversation internally with us around um, what needs to be done to dismantle white supremacy. And I think it's a good springboard from this last topic. What needs to be done to dismantle white supremacy locally, nationally, globally, institutionally? Um, You know, I've been watching a lot of videos. It was like, no, this isn't accidental. I think I shared that video with you guys. Um, If you watch it, if you like go. It was a YouTube video. If you go like half half the way in, there's a white guy. He's like, Yeah. And he goes, No, no, it's absolutely institutional. Cause it's not me. It's not the five guys that I worked with. It was the whole system that we worked for that was trying to keep black people out of these homes in the fifties and sixties and seventies when I was working in real estate. He goes, The system was built up
2: and the two thousands and the two thousand tens and the two thousand nine nine and the two thousand. Yeah. It's still happening.
1: Yes, it is. It is still happening. I think it I think I'm we're moving, moving out of out. that. Yeah, you know, I think moving out of that. But no, we're moving, out of
3: what? I'm sorry. we're moving out of what?
1: I think black people are finally starting to to take back their power and they're starting to focus and be much more intentional about how we operate, how we move, how we direct our financial prowess. And I think I don't think. We're any near where we where we need to be, but I do see a movement towards financial empowerment like I've never seen before. It's directed, it's focused, it's smart, and it is it is independent of the system. It's built on top of this system. What I'm seeing the the people doing is is working. So when I'm seeing people that are that are going in in eight to ten years from making sixty thousand a year to making one point two million a year. And they're owning their own destinies and there's a formula to it. And now they're teaching other people how to do the same thing. And it's kind of it's well directed, it's well driven, it's focused, and it well, makes sense.
2: Here's what I'll say is that we know we know what's happening currently, but in previous generations, there's always there's always been an upwardly mobile class of, of people. And it's not if it if it hasn't affected a larger percentage of us and it's still the same group able to make strides in this country, then we haven't made any improvements, really. Maybe the families are different. Maybe the names are different. Maybe the the characters are different. But if overall, if Black people in this country, we're talking about 30-some-odd million of us now, if the percentage of us living in poverty... Has not changed or even has declined since the sixties or seventies. We're not really making the progress. What happens is that we're more flashy with it. We're it's more we're more visible with it. Um, maybe we can show it off a little bit more. Maybe people can pretend more on 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 uh, on Instagram. But realistically, if we are not creating wealth for the next generation, then then we're not really making any strides. Right,
3: I I, I agree. Um, right now we are commemorating 100 years since the massacre in Tulsa. And I think throughout this country's history, we've always had a segment that has been upwardly mobile, who have been thinking in terms of uh, community wealth. Tulsa is a perfect example of that. But the other side of that coin is that this country and pockets of this country and demographics of this country have sought to undermine black wealth. And even now we have isolated um, examples of black wealth, like Uber wealth. But until we get to a point where we are making more of a collective effort to build black wealth, you'll still be able to pick off people. And I'm, I'm talking about the bankers. I'm talking about the the real estate folks. I'm talking about the healthcare. Like I was bugging out in my mind because I kept trying to figure out why is it that all these athletes who have all this money aren't working together to pull their money to start to do things in certain communities. And then you have Kwame Brown come out and say the exact same thing because the argument has always been, well, you don't know what they're doing. Now you have someone who's in that community who has made the same... Types of money that we're talking about, I think upwards of sixty million dollars. Who is saying the same thing? that, That why have have his colleagues not stepped up to the plate and poured more money into our communities to create this general wealth that we've already seen in this country, but we really need to see going forward in order to change the dynamics of what's happening, particularly to Black and Brown people. So, if we ask the question, "What do we need to do?" I think collaborative efforts in order to make um, or create, uh, like the community down in Georgia. We need to see more of that. We need to see more tech hubs focused on, uh, black and Brown people getting into that space, but that, that money is there and we have to stop pretending that it's not there.
1: That, but, I, that but I think that absolutely stage one, but, but I think that, I think those things are the seeds of it. And I think those things are happening, but let's get back to the topic in terms of what do we need to do to dismantle white privilege? Because I mean, I think I think wait what what because what, okay. I think no I think all of this is black. What empowerment. I just
3: said is a part of black empowerment is a part of dismantling
1: white supremacy. What? But I think those two things can coexist, and that's why I kind of disagree. You can have black empowerment and white privilege coexisting. It's a coexisting now. There is there are people who are em, em, empowering themselves. And white privilege is still you said themselves. there in the background. Right.
3: That's what I, I spoke to that, that we are still working in silos. We need to stop working in silos and work more as a community in order to counteract what's happening. So if and a perfect example, we were talking about going to a white bank. Alaric made the suggestion that we go to a black bank like those are the types of things that we can be doing right now in order to. Pull. I mean, move our money into institutions that support us, or at least try to finance people that look like they, us. Uh,
2: they don't just support us. They were built to support us. They didn't. I, they didn't just right. decide to take our money because they could increase the amount of money they were making. Their entire purpose was to support the community. My parents were able to get a mortgage for the house that they had in Queens because it was a black bank. Mm. The white bank wasn't lending money to black people. It wasn't happening. So the only way they were able to secure the loan that they got for that house was because they went to a black bank. So why shouldn't we support a black bank? And I, I, and this goes out to the audience, really. This isn't about us, but um, I would love anybody who is a avid churchgoer and you are a member of a church, I would like to know if your pastor has his building fund at a black bank or a white bank, and if he doesn't have it at a black bank, can you ask him why not? Well, that's a good a question there, Sister Jolene. Decoding40
3: at gmail.com or give us a call at 608-618-4040.
0: Please do. That's a good question there, uh, uh Sister Jolene. I'm going to tell you why I don't have it in the black bank. Because the white bank gives me extra polish for my rims on my Mercedes. (laughs) So, uh... And these rims ain't going to
3: shine themselves. themselves.
0: (laughs) Next question from the congregation, please.
3: (laughs) Uh... Usher, please remove that sister from the sanctuary.
0: Sister Jalene, could you please meet me afterwards (laughs) so I can take you and revoke your parking privileges at the church? (laughs) Give me your white gloves and doilies, please.
3: Oh, you're assuming she has a car. (laughs) She came by bus.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding Forty After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast.
1: Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding Forty After Dark. Yeah, see, I, I see. I think my thing is this. I think I think there's a certain element. I think there's various different parts of this, and I and I and I and I, and I credit a lot of this to um, uh, Brother Anderson who has uh, talking about the various different pillars. But I think, I think, yes, I do think part of it is black empowerment. Part of it is financial. I think part of it is political. I think part of it is educational, but I think education comes further down. I think we have, we are some of the most overeducated people per capita in the country and we still don't necessarily cap, we still don't capture all the dollars. So I think that there over-educated. is.
2: Over-educated.
1: I know people who are overeducated, who are not capturing the dollars proportionate to their education. They're just not. And I'm and i and I'm around a lot of them because I'm in academia. So I see people of color who have Ph.D.s and are making forty two thousand dollars. I don't understand that. Like, that's a problem. Where they that's they a problem that's sh- that shouldn't happen various different places it's not about where they work it could be about their discipline it could be about it's a lot of different reasons for that but okay. having a phd does not guarantee financial success having a master's degree does not because does, does not guarantee no, it so it i want
0: to say the one last thing in regards to the, the answer the question for me to answer the question uh how do we get rid of racism you, you're gonna need some level of compassion and and when you're gonna yeah,
2: self-compassion um, or compassion no. white, for the white
0: folk. White folks need to have compassion. And they need to understand what they've done. Now, that's easier said than done, of course, because they, ha- they would have to be willing to say, all right, we've done enough. We've been doing this for like the last 500 years now. Let's give these black people a break. Like They, they would literally have to have that moment, right? <laughs> that would have to be their moment. Because oh, that's right. the only that's way it's going right. to happen. But, you know, but the bottom line is that that's the only way, like they have to be able to, to look at themselves in the mirror and and realize their history, teach the correct history. Because if 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 these white folks that are learning that history right now, because again, I don't think racism is something that they're born into. It's something that they're taught. You have to stop teaching them that way of thinking. And then maybe they'll have compassion and then racism will eventually die off because a lot of their philosophies won't match their parents or their grandparents, and we see that all the time. Where the 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 grandchild is looking at grandpa like he's crazy, because grandpa I don't like niggers, and then the fucking grandchild is having a relationship with a black person. So it's like, or well, has a baby named Nevaeh.
1: But I but I think that's what I was trying to get to before. Is what I think we <laughs> what I what I was trying to get to before is I think what we need to do is win hearts and minds. And I think one of the most what you just what you just struck on is is about education them trying to block this slavery bill and them not teaching this education the way that that they're teaching in this there's so much stuff in this eliminate the brute stuff that I need to go back and watch again and again and again because it shows how wherever wherever this U- European force went it decimated the population and one of the biggest things that I took away from it is is and I've realized that this is true is that is that the greater white system took military superiority and likened it to intellectual superiority, and that is not the case. And I mm. I didn't it's, realize it's, it's,
2: it's not happening That's the biggest. It's not happenstance. Thing. That's this the is, biggest thing. This is this is how they sold it to the populace because right. you can't you can't make the soldiers turn on. Other humans in the way that they did until you dehumanize them. So you say that you are better. You are above this because they're just savages. They're
1: just exterminate the brutes. Right. But if I'm able to kill you from 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 50 miles away, there's a disconnect between me and that, that murder.
2: That's, that's, that's like the fourth tier of their, uh, of tyranny. <laughs> that's like, that came so much later. That was like an extension of what they were already doing.
1: But is that well, any different than now They people use force to force us into position well, and then, well, that they, that they want us in? He, hey, I think the way about-
2: that, that we dismantle white supremacy is by supporting and creating our own. when, the, the, the simple power we have in this country is our dollars. They are still fighting for that, right? When our money is not spent within our community, they're fighting amongst themselves to extract that from us because that's, that's what we have. Our labor is what they've, what, what they've used as currency since the time we've been here, right? We have now got to spend that amongst ourselves and create our own. I saw I saw a little a little video that Diddy and um, and Tracy Ellis Ross posted today. Right. He put up his Ciroc bottle and she put up her pattern bottle, which is her beauty hair care. And they were talking about black owned. Right. To quality products that are black owned. There should be no reason that we have to spend our money outside. There should be there should be no reason if we need that if we need this why not why not buy that because that's our true power it's about resources and what what are we going to do with those resources we have to build our own resources if we if if everything that we earn goes outside it leaves us we build nothing i'm going to make a suggestion that we actually carry
3: this conversation over to the live and anybody who's listening to this show can You know, going forward, know that you can listen to us uh, on the live show every Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern,
1: or you can catch the replay on YouTube. The coding for the after dark. So, any last words, sixty seconds or less, on how we can really, really, really put a dent into white privilege?
3: I think one Mm -hmm. of the things is one we have we have to start (laughs) we have to kill Amy Cooper Um, Cooper (laughs) kill (laughs) himself.
2: I think you will, think you help, you will help the whole human race if you kill
3: yourself. Amy Cooper. Wow. Right. Peace we, out. We have to start telling the truth. Wow. And I think being able to take a critical lens to how we are as a society is a part of that. And I get it because like when I was in New Hampshire, and this is the second time I've been in New Hampshire. Um, well the last time I was in New Hampshire was in 2012. So I, I get how white folks particularly are like, they're just living their life. They're not the the institution. So it's hard and they don't see themselves as contributing to the institution. So and I was saying this before, people typically don't see themselves as the villain because they like to see themselves as good people. Mm -hmm. So but if, if we don't start teaching people the truth and we don't start shedding all these things, which is difficult to do because we don't control the media's. And if the media is perpetuating a certain narrative, then how do you overcome the programming? So. That, that's the first thing we have to do is start telling the truth.
0: And that's your 60 seconds with L. O That.
1: <laughs> and I'm done. I'm going right. to say this.
2: Thank you. They'll never we'll, use the N word, but they'll use niggas every day.
1: We, we're going, I think we should build our own. I think we should try to keep our monies in our communities and buy our own. But that doesn't just mean that we sell to our own. And I think we need to think locally, but we need to work globally. And I think we need to stop thinking about just selling things on our block and we need to start thinking about how do I sell things that the world needs but own it and then figure out how you can slowly own all of the pieces in the chain vertically absolutely vertically so like Tyler Perry started making movies and then he started and then he started moving into in into owning the product mm-hmm. and now he's got the he's got the distribution so we I think already we have
2: global products So, But you're right. We need to learn how to sell it. We need to learn how to own everything
1: vertically. You're absolutely right on that. So, all right. Listen, we're going to wrap this show up. We appreciate you guys supporting another episode of Decoding 40. Make sure you catch us live every Monday night at 11 p.m. And give us a call, 608-618-4040. And support our Patreon. Uh, patreon.com backslash decoding 40. We have nothing
2: there. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, call Peace. us. Call us. Okay? Call Peace.
1: us. Later, guys.
2: What's the number? You going to call us?
1: You did it. 608 618 4040. Okay, cool. All right. We'll see you guys next week.